0: Do I look fat? Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Do I Look Fat podcast? It's been so long since I've had male energy on the pod, and I'm excited for this week's guest. He is considered hip hop's favorite trainer, the founder of Inner You Bootcamp, and one of the most innovative personal trainers I have come across. Irv, aka Zeus of Quantum Leap Fitness. Hey, how are you?
1: And the crowd goes wild. Um I'm that was one hell of an intro. Um I'm I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me, man. That that was that was a really good intro. I appreciate that. <laughs>
0: No, of course. Um, I'm so happy that you actually agreed to come on the podcast. I was just telling you earlier while we were, you know, chopping it up while I was setting everything up that I had actually caught your Instagram live today, and you've been, you've been doing the damn yeah. thing, like honestly. Oh
1: man, now it's a party in there, man. It's it's it. it we we make fitness fun, you know. It, I, I I figure, in my opinion, even as a trainer, I I don't think working out is extremely you know entertaining right it's not it's not exciting to be honest right it's needed <laughs> right. but it's not exciting so um you know we carved out a lane in how how to make it fun and how to you know you know make people want to be there
2: right
1: so, yeah right. No, thank you thank you, you for built- coming and not working out <laughs> <laughs>
0: I did, you know, peep it, you know, one day I will join. I promise. Now yeah. that I'm working from home and, you know, being home a lot more, I'll be able to integrate that into my routine for sure. Okay. You will see Steffi Kiss on your live. I promise you.
2: Deal. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, so Zeus is the founder of Quantum Leap Fitness. You have been a personal trainer for about how long now?
1: Um, I'd say we're in 2020 right now. I'd say we're pretty much on the 10th, 11th year of nice. training.
0: Nice. Yeah. <laughs> You've been about this yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. I hear that. Yeah. Um, so I did want to start with a little icebreaker game. It's basically okay. a would you rather. Um, so I want you to give me the answer and why you chose the answer. Okay. So the first one is, would you rather eat broccoli or spinach with every meal? Yeah.
1: Mm. Um broccoli and why um because um vegetables are cool across the board, but I'm a big guy, right I'm like six one two thirty five mm-hmm. so anything that allows my plate to to feel as full as possible, right you know i'm uh, like that you know what i'm saying, so okay. so broccoli being thicker than spinach, right mm-hmm. I'm more inclined to to want that on my plate than spinach, which is like i uh, an entire bag is gonna be you know. Uh, right quarter cup, right? So so <laughs> at that point, um, let's go broccoli. It just stays, satiates and it a little bit sriracha more. sauce and and, and um, Yeah, yeah. It holds it it holds it down a little more. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I hear that. Broccoli. I definitely hear that. That that makes sense. Like you said, once you start cooking spinach, like it disappears and it turns into water. Like I don't know what happens to it, but
1: <laughs> I hate I, I hate cooking spinach. I really do. Enjoy spinach, but you know, for me, no.
0: Okay, so the next question is, would you rather complete a workout without drinking water or without eating food all day?
1: Mm. Um, That's a trick question for me, because I actually don't like to drink water when I work out, and I Mm -hmm. often work out on an empty stomach. So, damn. Um, So if I were to pick, I'm going to say working out on an empty stomach.
0: Okay, so you usually, you do like fasted workouts.
1: Right, right. Most, most of my workouts are uh, middle of the day, 12 o'clock-ish type of mm-hmm. thing. So for the beginning, I'll have like a cup of coffee black to kick off my morning, but that mm-hmm. about it. And a bunch of vitamins, and then right. that's it. But I, I don't eat anything until post-workout. Like right after boot camp today, I, right before I got on live, I, I grabbed like, you know, a protein shake to get me going or whatever. That was my first meal of the day. And now I'm going to eat throughout the course of the rest of the day, probably about three more times
0: got it got it okay we're gonna touch on that a little bit more and i'm happy you actually said that so the next question is would you rather have strong arms and weak legs or vice versa strong legs and weak arms
1: um strong legs versus weak arms i'd rather have strong legs and weak arms um you know that because one i like wearing uh shorts that are like 10 inches so so (laughs) so because of that because of that um you know i think it's only right and you know it's funny i did a podcast a long time ago and we talked about culturally why why um uh, black folks uh or people of color but predominantly black folks because i'm not gonna hold you you're hispanic and and hispanics for whatever reason have genetically really big legs you know genetically yeah. they're like it's like asians right like when you how, you, don't, you very rarely see like a hispanic person with like skinny legs that's not right. really a thing to be honest with you mm-hmm. right but um which is dope but <laughs> with black culture there's like they don't have the emphasis on lower body as much as upper body right so it's funny because we were talking about it and i broke it down where where um i think culturally for for black folks we didn't understand health and fitness in that arena growing up, uh-huh. right? Especially if you came from like underprivileged areas and stuff like that. So what would happen is you take like the Rough Rider videos and, and you take those type of the, the jailhouse stuff, right, where we were more likely to work on a bunch of upper body to become more intimidating, right? Uh-huh. And, and there was less of an emphasis on lower body unless you were an athlete. Right. Like if you were an athlete from the hood, you understood the, the the benefits of lower body. Right. So now you got you got really, really big and you got really, really broad like, to be intimidating. Talk to girls, whatever, whatever. But it was like big biceps gets the chicks. Right? right. And nobody thought about like lower body until down the stretch and summertime comes and you realize that you got to wear sweatpants all summer. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, man, I look crazy.
0: And you just look like an upside down triangle
1: at this point. Bingo. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Um, Okay. So this is the last question. Would you rather work out in a nudist gym or take a class next to someone with bad body odor?
1: Hmm. That is a very tricky question.
0: (laughs) That's the point.
1: I am going to pick the bad body odor.
0: Ooh. Okay. Why?
1: Um, I've been doing this for a very long time. So I, I, <laughs> like, I, I played football for a very long time. So smelly locker rooms, right? Guys who who smelled that, right? Mm-hmm. Guys who didn't wash the the jersey, right? Um, um, things like that. Clients who who unfortunately weren't on their on their A one game that day, right? Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've I've seen it all, right? So or smelled it all, right? Pun intended. Right. So with that being said, it's not that I'm comfortable there, but in a sense I'm kind of more comfortable there. You know what I'm saying? And then than than you know, being in a position what if what if the girl is really attractive? What if my is mad attractive or something like that? <laughs> you
0: know what I'm saying? Like this You're is just this. not gonna be able to focus. <laughs> what
1: Exactly. <laughs> then, then then you got a case then you got a case on your hands. Then, then they're like, Oh no, this is like harassment in, in, in twenty twenty. I I, right. I don't do I don't want that in twenty twenty, man. Like no, I'm I'm good.
0: No, no. Zeus is definitely the PC trainer, okay? He's not about to have any cases or nothing like that. Yeah, man. respectful. I mean, <laughs> n-
2: no, right. No. I'm, yeah. No, no. I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just smart. Right. Just be smart here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> as you should be. As you should be. Okay, so that was fun. So we're going to get into our first segment, and it's called Eat Your Heart Out. And Eat Your Heart Out is basically where we discuss... Okay. Um, diet trends, eating trends, just things to do that may help you feel better or things that I have tried or people have tried that I found on the Internet and all of that. So today I want them to talk about intermittent fasting. So intermittent fasting is an eating pattern that cycles between periods of fasting and eating. It doesn't specify which foods you should eat, but rather when you should eat them in this respect it is not a diet in the conventional sense but more accurately sure. described as an eating pattern so when you said that you work out in a fasted state that that made me think that you sort of kind of inter- intermittent fast am i correct to assume that
1: yeah 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 yeah, yeah. no that's fair um okay. unless i feel like breaking it you know i i i and since i have so many years in this i, I am good for becoming my own guinea pig i am i'm am, I enjoy that. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe every three months I do something different. But but um yeah, now it's become a lifestyle. So I pretty much unless it's like the weekends and you know we're gonna go to brunch or something, but but during my normal day, it's intermittent fasting. And I like that you didn't call it a diet, um, because once you turn something into a diet, you completely ruin it and um and you, you turn you turn it into a chore. Mm-hmm. So the idea of calling it, you know, a lifestyle or just an eating pattern makes so much more sense. And it allows people to to be able to live like that forever because they were like, Oh, this is just my eating pattern. So, um, yeah, intermittent fast throughout the course of the day for the last couple of years.
0: Yeah. And I think some people might actually be practicing, you know, intermittent fasting and not even realize it. If you skip breakfast, that's kind of sort of intermittent fasting because, you know, you haven't eaten since last night and then you don't eat in the morning and maybe you start eating around twelve, one o'clock. So you've had a a prolonged fasting window as you know, against someone who actually eats breakfast in the morning.
1: Right. I heard the back end of that. Um I don't know if you asked me a question. Can you no. please repeat it? Because oh, because it, it, it went, for whatever reason it just went mute.
0: Yeah. Internet shit, you know. Um no. Oh, so okay. what I was saying is that some people actually um, practice intermittent fasting without realizing it. Like if you skip breakfast, yeah, yeah, that's already um, an eating pattern that you have, and you know your your fasting period is prolonged as you know against somebody who actually eats breakfast in the morning.
1: The only problem with the person that does it without knowing that they're doing it, right, mm-hmm. is they they do it out of like desperation or or they do it out of out of not out of a uh, misplanning, right, or being unprepared running for work, um, just doing too much in the morning. You know what I'm saying? It, it's not cognitive, right? So what happens at that point for that person and anybody that's listening is that they're more inclined to now overeat when they do eat. Mm. So now that, right, you know what I'm saying? Because in yeah. their head, they're almost going to try and make up for lunch or whatever. I mean, make up for breakfast, which sleep. Right. so So, and then they no longer, have pop, more times than not, they're not going to have a, a shutdown time. So mm-hmm. they're probably just going to go gordo throughout the rest of the night you know what i'm saying right. so 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 right the idea is you know put it in practice where where you're being conscious of the fact that you are doing it
2: mm-hmm. and
1: then go from there that way you could be like okay my windows till 8 p.m or maybe i might stretch my window to 10 p.m my window's actually long a lot of people like to close the window at like 7 a.m 7 p.m 8 p.m i don't have a, a 7 8 p.m close i have like a 10 p.m close mm-hmm. so i go from like one o'clock 12:30 to 10 p.m you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. um at, at, you know whatever works for you but but it just depends on how much meals you, you're trying to get in
0: right so there are different types of um intermittent fasting methods there's the 16 8 method i think which is called the lean gains method and it's the most common one so you mm-hmm. fast for 16 hours and you eat within an 8 hour um window um usually right. this involves the skipping of the lunch or I'm sorry, skipping of the breakfast and restricting your daily period to eight hours, such as like one to nine, and then you fast in between. And growing right. up, I was always told, like, you know, when I wanted to lose weight or whatever the case was, everybody would always tell me, like, stop eating by seven o'clock. Like, that's just a general rule. And looking back, right. it's like, this is just intermittent fasting. Like, you stop eating at seven and then you start again at, I don't know what 16 hours is after that, but like, what? Nine, 10 o'clock or something like right. that next day. So you can have breakfast, you can have lunch, yes. you can have it's dinner it. in the conventional hours of like working from like nine to five. Right. Then there's also the eat stop eat method, which involves twenty fasting for twenty four hours once or twice a week. For example, not eating from dinner one day until dinner the next day. What do you think about that? Have you ever fasted? For twenty four hours before?
1: No, not purposely. That was, uh, <laughs> no, no. Um, but um, I have I I know I know clients that do it. I have clients that do it. Um, I know people that do it. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. So and for me to say I have clients that do it means obviously it's something that I co signed for them to even be able to do it, right? Like right? Everything has to go through my door first, right? But um, um, keto's good for it. You know what I'm saying? If you're if you're somebody that does keto, keto lovers do it. Intimate, intimating fasting guys do it. Beneficial, yes. Um it, you will lose weight on that. You know what I'm saying? Like it, you will lose weight. You can lose weight doing just about anything, right? Mm-hmm. But um but right, you know what I'm saying? Like that's um, there's no magic pill to this. Um but do I think it's 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 the smartest thing? Um I don't think twenty four hours is, is, is big enough to say this is a, a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think if you know we start moving into like a, a thirty-six, seventy-two, or something like that, then I would be like, "All right, let's be careful here, right?" Mm-hmm. But a twenty-four-hour period um, isn't a terrible thing. You know, you close out today with probably a big dinner or something like that, and then you and then you know, it's even like Ramadan, right? Um, mm-hmm. Folks in Ramadan do it, right? So the idea to say that this is unhealthy would be wrong. um Not something that I I would actively be like, "Hey, everybody, do it." Um, you got to know yourself. Mm-hmm. And um but something that if you are going to do it, keep your water intake high. Um, make sure you get rest. Keep your water intake high. You gotta people really have to understand the importance of H2O, right? Like, you know, break down the molecules and stuff like that. And uh what happens is water get into into goes into the bloodstream. you know, what saying obviously helps with oxygen production. Um, your body's 75% water your muscles are more water than than muscle fiber, right? So if if it's if the goal is to, to lose weight, but not lose muscle mass, right? Because you don't want to lose muscle mass, right? That's not the goal here, right? If you want to be leaner, you want to keep the muscle mass. You have to make sure that you're drinking water. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, oxygen is super important. Because people gotta understand that you lose weight through uh, carbon dioxide, right? So you don't lose weight in the gym. You don't lose weight um with the food right like that's not how you like when you actually are losing weight it's more or less during sleeping as your body omits carbon dioxide right so that's so the the, the fat is released into the carbon dioxide right oh, so okay. uh right right so um at that point super important that you're intaking water at the same time for oxygen production to be able to omit that at the same time
0: Okay. So you're very knowledgeable. I will say, like, I've never heard of anyone tell me that, you know, you lose weight through carbon dioxide, but that makes sense. Like you never think about how you're losing the fat. You just know that it's happening. And then also with weight, nobody
1: thinks about
0: it. (laughs) With weight loss, you, you, you step on the scale and you know, you're like, Oh, I'm down seven pounds or whatever have you. And that can be seven pounds of water. It doesn't, doesn't necessarily have to be seven pounds of fat. So learning how right. your body actually eliminates fat is very important so that you can, you know, promote that for sure. Right. Right. Or um, you might be losing
1: muscle mass. Right. Right.
0: And nobody wants to do that. Um, so no. drinking water is good for keeping your muscle. What else would you say? Like if you want to just lean out and not lose, you know, cause nobody wants to lose their muscles. That's a fact. Nobody wants to be all bones. So what yeah, would you suggest yeah. for that? Aside from just the water? Um,
1: on in the, in a the general aspect, I would su- suggest to like not lose muscle mass. Uh, making sure responsibly your supplement intake is is pretty solid. Um, amino acids are really really good because that goes directly into uh, the the uh, the muscle group, right? Your body has these aminos, and aminos go into the muscle. Um, so you, people gotta understand there's essential aminos, non-essential aminos, right? So at that point you're not getting nobody gets all the aminos naturally so you have to be able to supplement the rest right um especially like let's say somebody's vegan they get really really low amino acid intake which is why you see a lot of vegans who do it right they typically lose a lot of weight right mm-hmm. and um and they'll lose a lot of muscle mass in the process because more times than not they're not getting enough protein anyway so so what happens is uh, they're not getting enough aminos because aminos are found predominantly in meats, right? Mm-hmm. so you're not really, right. So you get a little amount of aminos in like peas and stuff like that. But if we're talking about like a quality amount that's gonna be beneficial, that's where steak comes in. That's where chicken comes in. So um, making sure that, so if you're a supplement person, making sure that your aminos are pretty high. Um, and I had one more. And um, on a workout level, what I do like to do when when I'm in a certain training period is I personally go with uh, it's called carb carbine. Uh, carbine is a liquid. It's a powder, and then you put it in water, and then you drink it as you're working out. So basically, it's carbs as you're working out. So what happens? Right. So what happens is as I'm working out, my body's working off on carbs, right? And it's working off on carbs. I'm sweating, but it's also working off on carbs. Thus, not losing muscle mass. So I'm keeping my muscle mass. Because you got to remember when you're working out, what happens? Your muscles break down, right? Mm-hmm. And you break down the muscle and it's your job to have a good nutrition plan to replenish and refuel the muscles so they grow back bigger and stronger, right? right? So, right. So more times than not, people don't have a, a good enough eating plan where they can refuel. But let's say you do um, by you taking the carbine during the course of your workout. It's called an intra-workout drink, right? Which means while you're working out. While you're doing that, you at this point allow your body to break and and work on uh, fats and work on carbs, thus keeping more muscle mass on.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Because I actually had a vegan on last week. And we were talking about, you know, just the vegan diet and how the benefits of it and all of that. So when you think of muscle, automatically, you think of protein, you don't think of amino acids, right? So you're like, okay, I'll find my protein in beans or legumes or all of that. But all of that may not have enough amino acids to actually build back up your muscles. So that's definitely why you should be supplementing for
2: sure.
0: Bingo. Right. That yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So I know you work out on a, you know, on a fasted regimen or whatever, for the most part, my body actually part, yeah. responds very well to fasted cardio. When I do, when I wake right. up in the morning and I do fasted cardio, like I just see the results so much faster for me. Um, and the way my body is me on intermittent fasting period is just, it's, it's amazing for my body type and just how my body. Right reacts to all of it um i usually do i try to incorporate like HIIT training so it's um a little bit of muscle training as well as cardio just to keep my heart rate up um what are your thoughts on hit training right
1: um i'm a fan um i am a fan of HIIT training um even with my training programs, it's a it's a variation of of hit training. Obviously, with the boot bootcamp that you see on IG, it's it's mm-hmm. high on the HIT training, right? It's a high, high intensity type of thing, movement. Um, HIT training is great overall, as long as you're a responsible one on the nutritional side, right? Because at that point, you know you're burning a lot, and and which is great, but it is super important that you refuel the body as well. So if, so if you're not going to go into like a steady state cardio or whatever case may be, and you're going to move into like this HIIT training, you got to understand that it's going to come with, it's like a nervous system thing, right? This is like how the, the body works or whatever. But um, your fatigue level is going to be really, really, uh, really, really challenged. And fatigue doesn't come from, you know, I don't, without getting into like Bill and I, the science guy, but mm-hmm. fatigue doesn't come from, from like lifting too heavy per se. Fatigue is more of a duration thing. Of the workout, right? So at that point, if you do an entire hit workout, right, you really got to understand that after this hour, hour and a half, that you have to refuel the body as well to make sure that you reap the benefits of that. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you risk injury or you risk just no results.
0: Right, right. Because your body will just stop. Like it'll just right. stop doing what it's supposed to be doing, and because it wants to conserve itself, right? So it's exactly. all about self pres- preservation at the end of the right. day. Right. Exactly. That's great. Okay. So this is great. We had a great conversation about intermittent fasting. I do want to get into my next segment, which is hard on my sleeve. Okay. So this is where we get a little bit more deeper. We talk about things that are going on. Um, with each other you know lives and whatnot so i read on an interview with voyage um atl that you left valleys after being ranked as the number one trainer in the company and um also being promoted to a fitness director for reasons that we don't need to discuss but um this (laughs) this forced you to focus on building your own brand and your own lane Um, yeah do you think like and were you forced to do that or was it just something that you were just like you know what i don't want to work for the man quote unquote anymore and i just want to build my own um and if so what forced like what made you do that what gave you the motivation to do that
1: good question um well first and foremost uh for me i will it was both um i knew that i was i couldn't stay with a company forever. That was one. And then I was actually forced to to propel into this position. Right. Um, so I wasn't ready for it to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so the thing about trainers, and I tell this to all trainers, right? Like throughout my time I was a fitness director, so my job was to help grow trainers and, and teach them how to train and teach them how to make money. Um I do have I have a group chat with a bunch of kids that are trainers that come to me for advice. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't think like I'm this OG, but I think I I put enough skin in the game that that people trust me enough to be like, hey, what do I do or what's going on? Um, so, and I tell all trainers the same thing, right? Um, working for a company, Valley, LA Fitness, the center, and it's no mm-hmm. knock against them because I was on both sides of the coin as a, as a trainer and as a fitness director. You right. know what I'm saying? So I was so I speak from you know the middle. Um, what we do is knowledge base and and when you when you have a supreme amount of knowledge right at some point you realize that you're getting pimped right Mm -hmm. meaning meaning um it's not like we sell apple products right for me to sell apple products i have to work for apple like i don't i cannot manufacture these products right right for me to train somebody, I have to have done my research, my studies, my my schooling, my certifications. I can literally train you in in five feet of space for an entire hour. Mm-hmm. So I don't need this big company at some point anymore. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So 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 what happens is the average trainer, and to you know any maybe aspiring trainers listening, um the average trainer they, they get into a gym and the gym Says personal training here costs $75 a session, right? The trainer only makes $22, maybe $18.50. You know what I'm saying? If they're really, really good, they might make like 30 bucks or something like that. So the, the, the gym takes the overhead, right? right. They take the, that difference of like 65% or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of percentage for my knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, I don't make Apple products, right? Like, this is my knowledge, this client's success, this client's ability, all me. Mm-hmm. So, I'm giving you guys a lot of percentage for something that's all me, you know what I'm saying? So now at some point you got to be like, oh no, I, this doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? That's one side of the coin. The other side of the coin, which I also understand, is if you're a new trainer and you walk into a building, it's very hard to like get clients in, in, in New York City, there's so many trainers. So imagine I'm new to the game and I get to walk into a valley, right? And every single morning I walk in, there are 100 people on the treadmill that is put into this gym. Mm-hmm. There are 100 people downstairs that on the weights that don't know what they're doing, right? It's almost like, oh, shit. I literally have a pool to pick from every single day. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. So now, yes, the, the overhead company got a taxi for that. But to be honest, it's at your disposal every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's the hit. That's the, that's the give or take. Like, Oh, you got to accept the, the 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 tax because you're literally walking into a, a hundred people every day that don't know what they're doing. Like right. you can literally build a business from that. Um, so, so, you know, depending back to myself, um, I was working at Valley. I became a fitness director, yada, yada, yada. It went good until it did not Um, and the, it, the issues were more like internal, like I was running top three gyms in New York city. Right. So at one point when I was a, a trainer in Valley Queens, I was the number one trainer Across the nation, right, and the way they ranked that was retention and and how much clients you have and how much money you bring to the company, right? I was bringing in an ungodly amount of like twenty five thousand dollars a month in personal training to the company. It didn't make any sense (laughs) to the point where it's like to keep me to being honest to keep me as a fitness trainer would would. Be poor decision for them. Like make him a, a fitness director so we can cap him. Like let's give him a salary because my commission was more mm-hmm. than my boss. You know what I'm saying? Because I was bringing in so much. Let's do the roof. So you got to cap him. Let's make him a trainer. Mm-hmm. So they made me a fitness director. I ran top three gyms now in because now it's no longer just about me. All my trainers have to have to eat. So I had top three gyms in New York City. But then there was like internal issues where you know. You know, uh, being black, you know, in a, a white-dominated room of of people who make the decisions, right? Um, you know, I called foul a lot of times when I felt things were foul. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And then you ruffle feathers a little too much, and and you know, they make a, an executive decision and be like, "Yo, we gotta let him go." Mm-hmm. And um, so they let, so they let me go, realizing it was a poor decision. They let me go because I was good at what I did. They let me go, and then um, I didn't know what I was gonna do, and then I decided to just go out on the limb and go independent even though i always knew one day i'm going to do that i just wasn't ready that that winter like when that happened i was like oh shit you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um so then i decided to go independent and um and i had such traction I, I i i was successful throughout new york city for a very long time social media was a really good friend of mine i had people seeing the results people knew how good this kid was or whatever he just happened to work for the gym you know what I'm that when i went independent I sat in a bar with, at the time, my mentor. I don't want to be so long-winded. Mm-hmm. I sat in the bar at the time, my, my mentor, um, and she works with like, she works in like politics and stuff like that, and, like crowdfunding, crowd surfing and stuff like that. Like, she understands how to reach people. And she was like, what we're going to do today is you're going, to e- you're going to text everybody in your phone, every person. You know, I probably got like over 500 contacts. Mm-hmm. She was like, you're going to text every single person in your phone um, hey, um, I got some cool things coming up in the month of January because this was December. I got some cool things coming up in the month of January. I would love your email. Mm-hmm. I, I, we sat at the bar for like over an hour, two, a couple hours. I text every single person, people that I didn't even talk to in years. right? right. And um, I, I just text them. But they know you and they respect you. So for the most part, they'll send you their email. You know what I'm saying? And um, And I end up with, I don't know, 350 emails or something like that. At that point, I take we took all the emails, we put it in a Mailchimp, we created this super detailed um, pamphlet type of thing. Hey, you know I'm independent now. All the results that I had from while I was at Bally's, you know what I'm saying? What my program is going to offer, meal plan, this, that, and third. Ah, uh, ah, uh, and then we sent the To all the people that sent us emails, Mm -hmm. and then it said, you know, if you're interested in personal training, you can reach out to me directly because there's no, I'm no longer with a gym. Mm -hmm. If you know somebody that's interested in personal training, have them reach out to me. Um, When I say it it blew up, it went crazy. Like it, it went Mm -hmm. crazy, and and my emails were just flooded. Yeah. Because people already knew how good I was. Right. So now it's like, oh. He's, he's not even working with a gym, so there's no overhead. I don't have to sign up for a gym anymore. I can just sign up to you only. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the price, the my price marker at the time was lesser than the, the, the gym was charging. I might've been charging like $50 a session or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know, something, something light, right? I'm charging $50 a session. You're like, oh, Bally's was charging 75. He's charging 50. The win is that it's all take home for me now, so it doesn't even matter, you right. know what I'm saying? So I'm charging less than Bally's, but I literally take home the entire $50, you know what I'm saying? Um, that you're going to jump on that. He's cheaper than the gym, and he's independent, and he's good. Right. So, right. So that month was huge. And then it just, to be honest, it just snowballed into, like, a bigger snowball every month from there and then you know you have bad months and stuff like that but that's how the game goes but but i kicked off my independent venture really really strong
0: that i started this podcast back in may in the middle of the pandemic right so i'm in new york everybody was stuck home we were in quarantine um it was right before like curfews and all of that right so what i did to build my email list is i um i hosted a zoom launch party for my podcast. Mm. And from there I collected a hundred emails and this is just like my first podcast. Yeah. My first podcast, my first thing doing anything like, like this, really, I've worked in doctor's offices, the medical field for the past 17 years, since I was like 18 years old. Um, Wow. So I was actually thrown into working well into focusing on my brand and just, you know, making this what it is because my son has autism and nice. I felt like I couldn't send him back to school just because he can't social distance. He doesn't know what it is. It's just, it was just yeah. a lot. So I made the executive decision to stay home back in the end of July. And like you, I was kind of forced into it, but I feel like it's, it was the right timing. Just like, I feel like it was the right timing for you. Like you were forced into yeah you know you know being let go essentially yeah and then yeah. you just blew up because you had this plan and you had this this drive and you had this this laser focus you know yeah um yeah. what would you say was the scariest part for you though
1: wait hold run it back real quick mm-hmm. one um that's dope yo all, kids with autism are amazing not for nothing yeah um right I, it's, it's Oh um, yeah, it's like it's it's like this joy every single day. It's like really, really dope, man. Like like kids with autism. Um, I I don't know. Like I got I like I, I have a thing for like like kids who have autism. I worked with kids when I was younger and stuff like that. And it's like, I mm-hmm. oh, mean, these these kids are cool. All right, so um, no, but <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to no, derail.
0: No, please, that's the light of my life. Whenever you want to talk about him, <laughs> go ahead. <right>
1: oh, okay. <laughs> good, 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 good. Right. We can we can make the rest of the show about him, man. Um. <laughs> No, what was the question?
0: What was the scariest part for you, like when you were thrown into it? like yes, you were snowballed, like you blew up and it was amazing, but yet and still, there had to be some type of like back end fear like what what would you yeah. say was the scariest part
1: um not a guaranteed check <laughs> um you know entrepreneurship is 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 not fun. It's it, like it is, but it's not right. It, it, I, the the world thinks it looks like Social Network, the movie, and it's like you just get on a computer and create Facebook, and and and, and you're doing it right. It is not that right. Like I tell everybody that's like who has a nine to five, no, keep that. Like keep your nine to five, keep <laughs> right. keep keep your four one k and your and your and your, your guaranteed money every your day, benefits, even you your, your benefits, benefits <laughs> and your and your P T your P T O, right? So. Right. So the scariest part is understanding, we use a term, me and my friends, if you don't, if you don't kill, you don't eat. So it's like, if you don't go out there and hunt, you you don't really have the ability to take plays off. Right. Especially in in, in the beginning. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I can have a, a, for numbers sake, I can have it. $10,000 $10,000 a month and then you can have a $2,000 a month right things can go awry and your mm-hmm. bills are a steady 4.5 thousand every month so they don't mm-hmm. care right so right. so it's like so it's it's one of those things where i think the biggest challenge was understanding that i can't take my foot off the gas you know what i'm saying even when you're having good months you almost have to keep working right you almost have to like right and there's there's this anxiety Build factor that happens, right? You know, sleepless nights and one, second guessing yourself, and 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 wondering if if you should go back. And, you know, what I'm saying. Then I had two kids. I well, I have two kids, mm-hmm. but then you know, my daughter's born a, a little while into it. You know, what I'm saying, and 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 how do I make sure that she's fed? Her mom is taking care of respectfully. i my bills are taken care of responsibly. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying. And then I have a son, and then it's like, oh man, how do I make sure both of them are family? You know what I'm so, <laughs> so I think the biggest, the biggest hurdle was and is, um, you know, staying inspired. Um, right. You know what I'm saying? Staying inspired is the biggest hurdle. I love what I do, but some you the days are you have hard days. Right? You have days where things don't connect. You have days where every deal you try to get fell. You had days where every pitch you try to send doesn't happen right Mm -hmm. like you have these days so um it's staying inspired within within the storm because at the same time in this business you still have to smile right Mm -hmm. um yeah i think that for me is almost is probably the hardest part is that i sometimes still have to smile when there's nothing to smile about Mm -hmm. in this moment you know what i'm saying so you still have to come to work and and have an up-tempo attitude because that relates to how the client's gonna flow, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. Like, you don't get to go to work and just be like, I'm in a shitty mood today. And then, right. and, and, do your, and do your job well, but you're just in a shitty mood. Oh no, I'm not just, today I just ain't feel like talking. You know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. you get to go home and stuff like that. No, you don't have that here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you literally, like, if you have drama and issues before you clock into work, you, you gotta leave them at the door. And that's some, <laughs> that's hard as a human, you're human. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think that was the hardest part in the beginning, especially um, understanding that, um, that I still have to be able to to maintain a certain level of, of tenacity and focus in the, in the beginning. Now it's almost innate, like this is just who I am. Man. You know what I'm saying? But, but when you get thrusted into entrepreneurship in the, in the beginning and, and, you know, you, you, and also understanding that your work is 24 seven as well now, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Right, there's no time because even when I worked at the gym as a fitness director, I went in at ten a.m. in the morning, would leave at like eight p.m. at night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then all the paperwork is done. I can kind of go home and just like nothing do my work or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Or somebody else was delegated to do the paperwork. Right. That was the that was the other department. Right. No, I have to go home and do my own paperwork now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, have to, I have to I have to count the books myself now. You know what I'm saying? Like that yeah. that that type of stuff was um was a lot of the, the beginning stress, but you know, I'm years in now. So, mm-hmm. you know, we I have a better system and, I, and it's, it flows well.
0: Yeah. And I also feel like being an entrepreneur in 2020, you have to be like, you have to be on social media. There's no way that you're going, yeah. I mean, not that there isn't a way, there's always a way, but it's very difficult yeah. to right. promote yourself and to promote your business, whatever it may be, you have to be the face on social media. So if, there's weeks that go by then I don't want to talk to anybody and essentially what my job is now is to speak and I have to speak to people right so it's it's getting past that and always doing it with like a smile on my face um but something you had mentioned in your lives because I've noticed that ever since quarantine you've done way more lives how yeah. have You've incorporated that into your, I guess, like um advertising, planning, or or whatever, right? So you you promote yourself on social media, you give people these free um workouts daily online. live. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um yeah. and it just it makes people want to work out with you, right? So I'm sure you've yeah. gained clientele from your lives, which is
2: yeah, yeah. amazing.
0: Um is that would that, would you say that's the only thing you've done during like quarantine, during COVID, during 2020? Or would you say that there was more? Would there Would there be any other tips um, that you would give anybody?
1: Um, I, I definitely stepped up my social media presence. And I was always a social media savvy kid. Um, but I definitely stepped up the content ability once quarantine started and, and COVID was at its height. Um, where we were, where I was doing posts that were, workout posts, right? Workout challenges and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And people were like sending them, sending them out and stuff like that. So I, at first I started doing that, right? Where it was just workouts for you to in turn be able to do on your own. And, um, and then from there, the bootcamp started. And then from there, I decided to take on some virtual clients. So mm-hmm. I started working with clients one-on-one, just kind of like how we are right now, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we would train like this right and then I started doing that and then I started like partnering with some of my friends or you know getting some guest hosts in class stuff like that you know we were able to get Neo in class I did Mm -hmm. this cool thing with Wyclef before and and interestingly enough it it funneled into me being at Wyclef's house three times a week every every week for for the last three months right and Mm -hmm. um and working with him and his daughter you know saying and 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 training over there Mm -hmm. um so so, um, a lot of it was, for me, um, just the engagement. And, and I, because, you know, I, I really knew I was pretty good at what I did, at least I feel like I am, that, it, to be fair, before quarantine, working with Earth, and this is definitely not to like, you know, pump myself up, was a hard ticket to get. Mm-hmm. Um, right, you know, my, the, the client's section of my life was full so you weren't you weren't able to I wasn't taking in any clients like that um i did a boot camp on fifth avenue before quarantine Mm -hmm. so it was always sold out you couldn't get a ticket to that you know what i'm saying so fortunately for me I, i had this platform you know in real life before quarantine happened right and then now you put it virtually with a bunch of things that I weren't, I wasn't doing before. There was no, no. Nine out of ten trainers were, had not, never did an IG live class before quarantine. Yeah, that, 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 that wasn't right. A which thing. is crazy. Which is crazy, right? But but here we are, right? Um, nine out of ten trainers weren't doing virtual training, like you know, one on one before quarantine, mm-hmm. right? Um, seven out of ten trainers weren't putting out content on like free workouts and stuff like that because there are a bunch of trainers that do, but there are a bunch of trainers that, that don't. don't. So because Everything for me was so in-house, which not for nothing. I I was on purpose. Everything was we call it the house of Zeus, right? Everything was very in-house. If you were able to get into this house, you were lucky. Mm-hmm. If you weren't, then I don't know what to tell you. You know what I'm saying? Wait for so there was, was a level, right? So mm-hmm. there was a level of exclusivity that that my life did have. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then the client stash, being able to work with the Scotty Beams, and being able to work with the dellas being able to work with you know artist and whatever the case may be, right? Being able to be in that space, and it's so hard to get into.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I knew that, that once quarantine happened, once it, what happens if I give it to the masses? And um, so that was the business plan. It was like, let's give it to the masses and, and let's watch this grow because now they, we gave them a key. So during quarantine, it was a lot of talk. It was a lot of, between me and like friends and people that I keep around me. About how to go about doing the boot camp right? Mm-hmm. And originally, mo- most people around me were like, "You got to be on Zoom for this. Like, you got to put it on Zoom and and charge." And understandably, it makes sense because you can guarantee funds at this point through a paywall, right? Right.
2: Here's
1: my here's the Zoom number. After you paid fifteen dollars for the class, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. And all the trainers did that which was, you know, the smart thing to do, really. Mm -hmm. It really is a smart thing to do, because quarantine happens, and now you don't know where your next dollar's coming from. So the smart thing to do was to go on to a Zoom, create a paywall, and then, you know, let people in from there. Mm -hmm. And then that was gonna be my plan. That was literally gonna be my plan. And I think it was like a Thursday, and then I thought about it, and I got on a phone call with my homegirl, really long phone call, and um, I decided I'm not gonna do it, right? I said, you know what? let's go on ig and let's keep it on ig there's no paywall here so let's keep it free Mm -hmm. and let's just trust the process here and um that's the crazy part of entrepreneurship that one has to have as well right because business-wise it wasn't a smart business move to give the product away for free like that's not a smart business move but the social currency of doing it the engagement of doing it, mm-hmm. the ability to not make people have to go to another platform, the ability to um, get people to repost, share, all in the same space, content, um, comments. You, you've been in, you've seen the class, you see how the comment section goes. Mm-hmm. It, there's not even a class like that on earth where the comment section is so aggressive, you know what right. I'm saying? Because we created something and I knew that. So I was like, let's stay free, let's chance it, let's keep it at donation. And, you know, without, you know, super specific numbers, but I was able to create and maintain a living for said kids under donations. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, um, right. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a free class. But mm-hmm. because we're here and, and I've had thousand dollar weeks mm-hmm. of from one class, like I would do, I've done one class. And, and after I checked the cash app, it was like $1,000 from eight, one class, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's not, that would never have happened on a Zoom. So strategically, I knew that, you know what I'm saying? So, so right, so it was just like, yo, if we trust the process, trust the people, trust our content, um, we'll be able to get everything that we that we want. And, you know, we were able to get a white class, we were able to get a Neo, that wouldn't have happened on the Zoom. We able right. to work with Truly. We're able to work with Truly Beverage, who, who they, you know, fortunately they cut a check at the time. That oh. wouldn't have happened at on Zoom. You know what I'm saying? We got there's other things that are like on on the ropes right now that 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 hopefully they they go through. That would never have happened if I went to Zoom. Right. So strategically, the business marketing was um, just give give the people and um and trust that they'll pay you back.
0: Yeah. Um, you built a community and I heard you say that today in today's live Um, and building a community when you charge someone up front for something, like for yeah. a Zoom, whatever, right. that's it. You're like, okay, I paid it, that's it. But when you're giving mm-hmm. it for free and it's part of a community and people feel like they know you and they feel connected, not only with you, but also the people also in the, in the live because yeah. they're not, yeah. you're, you're working out, right? So a lot of these people are talking amongst each other. So now yeah. they've become cool. They've become friends. They want to come here every day. They're going to give you money. And some days, you know, it might be, Five dollars the other day it might be twenty dollars like,
2: right. like
0: people will give you how they feel, and when you give things away for free, they're more inclined to donate a little bit more to you because yeah, it's like yeah. it's a sense of belonging almost in a yeah. way yeah.
1: and um strategic one thing that I you know there's like a, an example that I've always had, and this is for like anybody what what, what what we provide to people probably in any, any arena, right? Podcasts, whatever, whatever. That's not the important part, right? Um, for any like person that's building something, what you're providing isn't the important part. The important part is creating an experience,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? And that's where you, you find success, right? Um, a, large, a large part of this comes from, you know, Rose Mansion? This mm-hmm. is like this is like all right. So now this is like me telling you like my brain and shit, right? So Rose Mansion, and this is a conversation that I had like months ago, right? Months ago, Rose Mansion came around, and and I realized that people were paying sixty seventy dollars just to go to Rose Mansion,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: it's literally just to like take pictures and stuff mm-hmm. like that, right? Which and it's very scammy, right? But 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 what are people really paying for? the experience, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? They're not paying for Rose Mansion, they're paying for the experience. And I said, oh, okay, let's be the Rose Mansion of fitness. Mm. And mind you, you know, this is this is a year ago I said this, let's be the Rose Mansion of fitness. Give people an experience. So today's class when you went there, it was a for lovers only class. We, we played a bunch of records that you were here at a club Mm then we told the story with it right when you meet shorty the center it's the experience we we did this we we take the class on tour every thursday for the most part we do an atlanta class so it's all atlanta records Mm. right so if you're from atlanta you might be like oh i can't wait you know what i'm saying yeah we did a memphis class which was probably one of my favorite classes memphis who would have thunk it all memphis records you know what i'm saying um, Chicago records. So now it's like you're going on tour. Let's say you've been to these places in your lifetime before. Let's say you went to college in these places. Let's say you right. went to HBCU in these places. Whatever the case may be, I now get to bring you an experience and take you back to your time in Miami where you where you I mean went crazy with your homegirls, right? Like we create the, and then you'll see the nostalgia of the records and then people will be like, oh, I love that record. I know that record, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we've been able to take music and infuse it with class so aggressively that we give people an experience and yeah. a moment. And because of that, you create your community. And because of that, you create something that lasts forever. Right. So um, that that was pretty much the thought process when even creating this over a year ago was how do I become the Rose mansion of fitness where I provide an experience to people?
0: Yeah. And you succeeded. You definitely succeeded. It's, it's crazy. Thank you. But no, like being innovative, like that's, that's key when it comes to, you know, trying to build your own, trying to have your own brand and all of that. You have to be innovative. You have to be relatable and you have to be, I don't want to say kind, but you have to be nice. Like, you just have to. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that'll actually take us into my next segment, which is "Are you dead ass?" Okay. But before I start okay. mine, I wanted to ask you if you had anything you wanted to get off your chest.
1: Um, I'll let you go first. Can I go second? Yeah, um, you can go second because I said i think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. No well, problem. No, you, so that's while fine. You, while you while you go, I'll let me think about it. Yeah, sure. But, okay. <laughs> okay. So go,
0: go for it. When last week, when I had sent you the DM, I slid in your DM, I was like, Hey, you know, I would love to have you right. on my podcast. <laughs> send yeah. me your email so mm-hmm, I can send you mm-hmm, a pitch. Right. <laughs> mad random, right. right? But I had been following mad, you for a while.
1: Mad random.
2: <laughs> I for a that. while
0: I had been following you. So I had done that to a couple of people, right? So what sure. I try to do is like, I don't know if you noticed, but before I DM'd you, like, I would like like your stories and things like that. So there was some type of engagement with me. I didn't just come out of nowhere. Like, you knew I was a follower and all of that right
1: yeah yeah, yeah. Do that's that. fair you,
2: you, you know, don't that, yeah i don't yeah. try to
0: like um blind pitch somebody like there's gonna be some type of engagement yeah. so there was this one girl i'm not gonna put her out there but there was this one girl she is a comedian um she works out and she has autistic children if you know who it is you know who it is if you don't you don't whatever i, I
1: don't would go into her okay. lives
0: I would go into her right. lives and like, try to engage with her. Cause I knew at some point I wanted her on my podcast. Cool. I go into her live and you know, she would talk to me. I would talk to her from time to time, whatever. So I had mentioned something. So it wasn't even me asking her to be on my pod. It was just, she was talking about something and I was like, wow, one day I would love to have you on the show. Mm. Point blank. It's not like whatever. She's like, uh-huh. well, I don't do nothing for free. And I was just like, it wasn't for all of that, like on a line. Right. Like, it was right. just like, there's no reason for you to, to come at me that way. If that's how you feel, I understand you have bills. And I understand that, you know, this right. is your livelihood and all of that. But right. that's something you could have been like, you know... D- dm me we can talk about in the dm or right. email right. me and then i'll tell you this is how much it would be to book me i would have respected that
2: right it was, right right right
0: it was the right. the odd like it was just the the rudeness of it you know yeah. and i was just yeah. like are you like and that just turned me i unfollowed her like i don't even want to see you anymore like it just completely turned me off from her and right as a single mom myself, like, I just feel like me and her are like so similar, like be a little bit, a, a little bit more humble.
1: Yeah. Um, not to piggyback so heavy because I go into my rant, but um, no, it, it's, it's like that, man. There's, there's, there's um, people are weird, man. And, 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 you know, you know, I often say that, you know, the love of humanity is, is the most important love of them all. But I understand the business side, right? There's a business to everything. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and I think the way you go about, people should go about things should be more kind, right? Meaning that could have been a, a better DM conversation, a better email conversation. Hey, cool, no problem. Email. Like sometimes people ask me to do stuff and things that I, I'm, be honest, I know that I'm probably not going to do. Right. Just because I'll be like, hey, sure, email, email my team at, you know what I'm saying? And we'll go for it right. or whatever the case may be. But you know, to to it's kind of like belittling. Like, all right, I'm on this platform talking as my podcast, and then you say it like that, and 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 now people look at it like, who the hell is this? You know what I'm saying? So now right. you kind of put me in a weird light. You know what I'm saying? Um, and whole, mm-hmm. and you kind of put me in, in a weird light, and um and yeah, that wasn't called for. That, that wasn't called for. It wasn't needed. I fully agree. Mm-hmm. I fully agree. Yeah. <laughs> it
0: was. Uh, it just turned me off completely.
1: No, that's fair. trust me I've been there a million times i've been I've been there <laughs> you know one thing that I, I that you'll see and we know is um we lose more than we win entrepreneurially and and every win that people see publicly from like you or from me that comes from a hundred losses first. you see what i'm saying like like the, the, these these moments don't happen. You know where it's like we're always successful and and uh instagram has every you have every guest that you ever wanted and you have all the views that you ever wanted and right now you're you're ranked in the in the in the top you know two hundred to whatever the numbers mm-hmm. that didn't happen in so, solely just being you know. Lucky, right? It happened because there's so many unlucky moments and there's so many failing moments that this is the result of some of my wins, right? So the beauty of that is, you know, you're gonna take the L. Fine, we'll take that L with that person, and then you're gonna find a a W somewhere, right? So that that's the beauty of those moments because it we never win at all. It's impossible, right? Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, right, right. Um. Let's see, my rant. I was so into yours and now I have to go into mine. <laughs> um, I feel like I want to stay in the same vein of where you were. Okay, I, let's go with it. I'll stay in the same vein. Um, okay. My rant is, and I don't want to be that guy, but this is the rant. So here we are, right? Um, my, right. My rant is about people who who... Act like they don't see you when they do see you and they don't support. Mm-hmm. Um, I am big on if you think I have a good product, p- support that. You see what I'm saying? Right. I, I'm, you know, people love, that's the thing. People love to, to be like, man, buy black, do this, do that, ah, ah. But those same people, I've always realized, the people that always scream the loudest from the mountains don't do it. So so what happens is, it's like, if you see somebody is out there, not asking for handouts, this is not what, what, what we're saying, but you see people are doing their due diligence and they're putting out the content, they're putting out the work and stuff like that, and you know them personally, right? Support mm-hmm. that, right? And support, I do not need your dollar for support. It can literally just be your repost, right. your, you saying, hey man, you know this guy is doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? Because what happens? So this is my rant. Don't be the person because it happens every day to me. Don't be the person who DMs me. Yo, you're doing great, bro. Don't be the person who who sees me at the function. You know, I I love what you're doing. I hate that. I I hate that because because it's like all right, you love what I'm doing. So tell them. Like like tell the people. So tell people. Tell people that you love what I'm doing. Don't tell me. I know what I'm doing. Right. I know I'm doing great. <laughs> I, yes, I sleep, breathe, eat this. I know. Tell them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like.
0: If you were really that proud of me, then you would then, like shout it from the rooftops. Then tell
1: them. Don't tell me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, so my rant is to people who do that because the, another part two of my rant is this is interesting. I almost hate when I post something really big, quote unquote. And I get a lot of reposts and mm-hmm. retweets and likes. I actually don't like mm-hmm. it, which is the weirdest part because you would think it's like, oh my God, this, right. I, I this happened years ago. Um uh, years, yeah, years ago. I got this like deal to do this boot camp with um with Nike or whatever. I posted it the entire world. Oh my God, Irv, I love it. Oh my God. everybody's retweeting, reposting, Twitter's going crazy, Instagram's going crazy, ah, 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 ah. And it's like but um, this is the same boot camp that I've been doing for over a year, two years right. before Nike said, "Hey, it's cool." Like, why am I cool? Because mm-hmm. Nike said I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Why do you want to tell people because Nike said that they want to do something with me? Like, at this point, like I, 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 I no longer respect. Like, you, 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 I no longer value or respect opinion here. You know what I'm saying? Right. At this point is like, oh, that, you want to just attach yourself to the fact that. It's like a cloud thing, right? You're like, oh shit, Irv's, herbs,
0: herbs. Yeah.
1: herb's he has at this moment, herb looks now. like he's blowing up, right? So let me,
0: let me attach Right, right. It.
1: Let mm-hmm. me stay close. It's like this, the, the, yeah, it's like the helium balloon where they won't fully let it go, right? Just let it go because if you're not a big supporter, that's okay. But don't support when, when you, other people support, like don't do that because I see it and then I'm going to look at you a certain way, right? So then I get a, so then I do the mm-hmm. class with Nike and then, and Nike, it was only a one deal class. It was literally only one deal. It was, it was dope, but it was just one time. or oh, whatever.
0: Right.
1: Following class that was super packed with a bunch of people who never came to class before. Because they thought that was a Nike class, too. Ah.
0: Uh, right. Right. It wasn't
1: a Nike class. It's just back to regular Earth class, which is fine. You know what I'm saying? I am right. I don't care. It's the same, it's the class. same class. And then after that, mm-hmm. they, they didn't show up again. Oh, they were they like, oh, this wait, Nike's not in this class too? Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, let me go back to not coming to class. What? You know what I'm saying? Right, Fine. right. Oh, well, I, mm-hmm. I signed a deal with, with New Balance, and we rocked out for a very long time. And then people like, oh, my God, Earth, new Balance. I got a billion new friends because New Balance said Earth was dope or whatever, and they're giving me mad gear, and people are calling me like, yo, can you think you get me these sneakers I just dropped? Like, like all this cool thing. But then I, outside of that, you, you were mute. You see what I'm saying? In mm-hmm. my opinion, just stay mute, trust me. Because guys, people who are entrepreneurs, we see it. We notice it, we see it, and we hate it. Just stay mute, because now it's gonna change my perspective of you. I'd rather you just be like a normal person and you and I can just be like, you just don't care about what I do, fine. But we can still be friends. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's fine. Right. You know what I'm saying? But once you go into the box of like, oh man, I'm riding, and you're reposting and stuff like that because it looks like this clout chase move, I'm going to now look at you a certain way. You know what I'm saying? So so um so my rant is you know just 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 be cool, man. Everybody just relax. You know what I'm saying? Like just relax. If if you just <laughs> calm oh, down. If you weren't <laughs> Big on supporting, reposting, retweeting, saying how dope I was before, cool, I will move forward because I have I have a community, we'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? But do not be the person right. who does it when you see somebody big attach their name to it. You know what I'm saying? That I'm not no. gonna like. You know what I'm saying? Neo comes into my class, I get a hundred reposts about Neo being in my class. It's the same dope class.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's why Neo is here, because it was popping before.
1: Exactly! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> why now? So how come you don't repost it on the regular? Like, I'm confused. Not even on the regular, I'm, you know, you're not on payroll, you don't gotta repost every week. But how come you've never reposted right. before? You know what I'm saying? And now, mm-hmm. because Neo says, oh man, I like what you're doing here, I am now important. You know what I'm saying?
0: Then it's like, follow right. my boy, Yo, yo, Look, check Neo my boy this. man, it's best like...
1: trainer in New York City, bro. Like, <laughs> stop. You know what I'm saying? stop it's not cool I see it and it now officially made me not like you and I liked you three days ago before you did it so now I'm just gonna look at you a certain way so my rant is that just everybody just be cool you know what I'm saying if you're not gonna support don't support but if you genuinely feel like people have a good product and you know what I'm saying because we're not asking for a handout if you genuinely feel like people have a good product something that's dope something that's of quality you know you know how many times I see people be like, "Hey," on Twitter, that somebody be like, "Hey, I need a trainer," and and people don't like say, "Oh, I know this," tra-. but y'all all know me and y'all know how good I am. So uh, how come nobody say, right. "Yo, I need, I need," you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get it. If you understand, if you feel like the person is qualified and they're good and and they've mm-hmm. showed their work, put mm-hmm. them in position, right? Talk about them when you can or whatever. Put them in the room. That they couldn't get into, you know what I'm saying? It's such an elitist idea with things, and and people are never really just looking for for unity. Like that's almost not really a thing. That's like a veil. What people are looking for is the ability to just be better than somebody else. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know it's Mm -hmm. like like elitist. People rather just be elitist and be like, oh, I have more than you. You know what I'm saying? Like that's kind of what it's like. Stocks now, right? Like everybody's big into stocks, which is great. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not the guy to be right. like, oh, no, don't be in the stocks, whatever. But people like post their mm-hmm. stock wins while blurring out the actual stock that they they, they got the win for, right, off of. Why would you right. tell other people if, this, if you generally were into the empowerment of everybody winning, right? Like. Why wouldn't you want more people to buy the stock? That's actually beneficial, right? Like, why wouldn't you want more people to buy the stock? I'm confused. You know what I'm saying? But it's not about Mm -hmm. the unity of everybody winning. It's about me being an elitist, right? I just want to be better than you. Not that I want
0: to... I'm doing this better than you are because I chose the right one and you didn't. Right, you
1: know what I'm saying? I just want to be better than you. It it has nothing to do Mm -hmm. with us all coming up, which is why I often say, you know, the love of humanity is the most important love of them all where you literally, you have to, you have to support others and, and, you know, they support you back, but it has to be this mutual thing. And, um, and that's the only way we move forward. That was my rant.
0: Definitely. (laughs) No, it was amazing. And I agree with it a hundred percent guys. If you are listening right now and you like the podcast, you like what Zeus had to say, check him out on IG live. How many times a week would you say you go live on IG?
1: um two times a week every Sunday at 12 noon every Thursday at 12 noon um I'm I'm pretty active on Twitter space so you can always you know I answer like fitness questions and stuff like that there um yeah you you know they can follow me on Instagram same same uh, name on Twitter and Instagram Zusef QLF and um and yeah that that's that's pretty much it
0: Yeah. Everything will definitely, all of your information will be linked down below um, so that everyone can follow you. Check out his boot camps. Even if you don't donate, like we're not, like you said earlier, we're not asking for a handout. We're not asking for money. It costs nothing to repost something on your Instagram story to repost or to retweet on your Twitter, whatever social media, you know, you utilize the most, just do it because you never know who can see the post. And who will want to work with us. So just because right. you don't want to work with us, doesn't mean someone who follows you wouldn't right. want to
1: work. If you believe in the product, man, you or, you right. if you believe in the product, why not? You know what I'm saying? Why not? And, um, mm-hmm. right. And you know, exactly. one thing on closing note, one thing that I think the pandemic did do is it, it took the, it took the, the space of like people who are entrepreneurs and moved us closer together. Right. Meaning, like mm-hmm. now we look at it like, man, we're really all we got. You know what I'm saying? Because cause the pandemic happens yeah. and then, and, and a lot of us don't have traditional jobs, but there are a lot of folks respectfully who have traditional nine to five jobs and still get paid the, the salary rage and yada yada. And it's nothing mm-hmm. against that. But it now became a bubble of pe- like the outcasts, right? Of people who, who, who were entrepreneurs and pandemic hits and now they're all taking a hit, right? And I remember during the top Mm -hmm. of the pandemic, a lot of my friends are DJs, so they were all taking hits, that I would go into their live respectfully, and like, I just donate them $10, $15. I'm not even gonna stay in the live. It's just, yo, here, hold that, what's your cash at, bro? I'm just sending it, because I understand like, yo, you're hurting right now. And I'm hurting right now a little bit too, Mm -hmm. like we're all hurting. And it became like this, now the community becomes a little tighter where entrepreneurs are like, man, I got to support this other entrepreneur because, Yo, we we all fail and or we're all down. You know what I'm saying? And when when I'm yeah. up, you know I got to help them be up. You know what I'm saying? So that's the only beauty part that that I do like is the tight knit community comes from that come for this. It's like the outcasts who who mm-hmm. who like you know what we don't have traditional nine to five, so we got to look out for each other and um and that's that part is kind of dope
0: yeah definitely for sure just support within your community um even if it's not within your community if you like you said if you like the right. product just just support it whichever way is you know conducive to you and your life that's all we ask
1: what made you start this podcast i don't know if we have any more time but what made you start this
0: i, I mean i have all the time it's mine yeah, um, good point. <laughs> i started the podcast i just wanted my voice to be out there i've always been into like Podcasting or listening to podcasts, and that's always been like I wanted it to be a pastime, mm-hmm. right. honestly, so I actually got into this before i start I took a course on how to wow. start a podcast, and I actually did that back in February before the that's quarantine cool. and then yeah, Covid hit and it was just like, okay, now I have all the time right. in the world to you know do what I need to do to figure out you know what I want to do, how I want to look, get people on who I want to get on, and all of that so It's just become that and it's 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 done very well. I must say it's only been five months at this point.
1: I am aggressively rooting for you. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, so I launch an episode every Friday. So, you know, fine and thick Fridays, that's what I call it. And that's it. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming in, like honestly, like. You yes, have no idea. Yes. I was so excited. I was actually, the day that I pitched to you, um, I was on the phone with my friend. I was like, I sent him a DM and blah, blah, blah. When you DM <laughs> me back and said, here's my email, I was like, ah, he
1: emailed me. Back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I i wouldn't deny the ability to to speak, especially because this is dope, man. I don't get to speak on a lot of fitness platforms, right. Um. Which is okay, but but if I get a nod to speak on one, I like mm-hmm. really take it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um like i sure, speak on a lot of like, Right. I'll speak on a lot of like cultural platforms, lifestyle platforms and talk about fitness or whatever, which is great. Like I I, I love that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the ability to also get on a platform that that's about that is like mm-hmm. huge. So I didn't have to think twice. So I was just like, absolutely, let's do it. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. I mean so Uh, My um, podcast is in the fitness and nutrition categories in Apple Podcasts, but mostly I talk about, you know, because I'm not small, right? So I talk about, you know, body positivity, self-acceptance, but also introducing like better nutrition, working out and things like that, because not everybody is going to look like an IG fitness model at the end of the day. But my whole no. thing is I just want to be more healthy. Um, I just want to do better. I'm 35, so I'm getting old. So, you know, I just got to get my life all the way together. So.
1: Yeah. I think, I think podcasts like this are super needed because the mm-hmm. culture of, um of, of, you know, the Instagram and things of that nature has shifted what fitness looks like or mm-hmm. should be like, right. It's shifted it for trainers. It shifted it for the consumers and, um, and there's a lot of money to be made in the business, so people are going to do whatever they can to go make said money. So it's like one of those things where you have to, you created an authentic podcast space, you know what I'm saying, where, where people, where there's relatability so now you now people people get to jump on
0: and that's yeah and I have my tribe like you said community and that's why I loved it because I have my tribe I have the people it may only be 10 people who come into my lives but they come in and every time I'm in there they're in there talking to me talking to each other promoting my podcast telling people about my podcast and all of that so I'm all for building my tribe building my community for sure but that wraps up the show. Um, like I said, I will link all of Zeus's information down in the description bar so you can follow him, you know, join in on the boot camps, maybe even book him for some virtual trainings. We don't know. Um, but you can follow me on Instagram, underscore Steffy Kiss, S-T-E-P-H-Y-K-I-S-S. And also my podcast page is Do I Look Fat Pod, exactly how it sounds. That also will be all down below. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Do I Look Fat podcast.